Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to uh, Wednesday, middle of the week. I uh, hope so far that your week has uh, has done okay and that uh, you're off to a good start. Hey, we had uh, pretty much a red day yesterday. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Uh, before we do that, though, let's not forget that uh, there are so many things in the world we live that we do not get to control. However, you can control some of the things in your portfolio, and one of them is the amount of risk you have. You need to know what that risk is, and you need to know how much risk you should have based on your age, how close you are to retirement, and your risk tolerance. And that's why I developed the core retirement design to help you through that process so that you can develop the uh, retirement you always dreamed of. And with that, give us a call at 863-382-0037. We've got Dave coming up next. Light FM. Paula Abdul is there. It's morning, Dave. It's 842 here. And we are putting our hands in your pocket and double-checking to see how your finances are doing. Do it every morning at this time with a look at Wall Street. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services on the phone, pretty much as usual. Philip, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Dave. I'm doing well today. You know, uh, it's, uh, I, I saw a little bit that maybe oil prices are heading down just a tad, which makes me excited. Um, yeah. Probably you I'm looking well. at the futures this morning. It's down, it's still over 90, but it's down, that's $2 and something down from yesterday at this time. And, and that's, uh, they say that's helping the stock market this morning, but it sure didn't help it yesterday. Uh, no, it ended up being, I, when we first got on the phone, I said, you know, in the face of all the junk going on over the next week or so, 100 points down on the Dow really doesn't impress me all that much. But we ended yesterday 107 down on the Dow, about 9.5 down on the Standard & Poor's, and the NASDAQ was down by 32 points. And, uh, uh, yeah, the oil prices probably didn't help that a bit, but I, I still think investors were just nervous about the Fed decision today on interest rates and the fact that the cartoon characters in Congress are almost heading what sounds inexorably toward a government shutdown at the end of the month. Uh, so I've got to admit, if I were a day trader with a pile of money to trade, I'd be a little nervous too, wouldn't you? Yeah, because there's just, um, you know, it's like the Fed's got a loaded gun. You don't know who they're going to point it at. So it's um, who knows what's going to happen. And, and we'll find out, I guess, at 2, 2.30 today. Yeah, it's going to be two seismographs in the daily charts because the decision itself comes out at 2 p.m. And the expectations are, although the odds have changed a little bit, uh, it's still almost slam dunk. But, I mean, it's about 10 percent less positive that uh, we're going to have no interest rate increase coming out of the Fed when they announce it, too. But then Jay Paulson is going to do one of his press conferences at 2.30 and they're going to parse every doggone thing he says. I sure hope they didn't spike his coffee today. <laughs> it will be loose, uh, an interesting afternoon for sure. Loose lips slink ships. <laughs> it's going to be, <laughs> it, and invariably, when those things happen, you see a reaction to the initial rate decision at 2 p.m. And then about 2.30, when Paulson starts talking, it looks like, uh, it looks like Okinawa got wiped out by a by a by a tsunami on the uh, seismograph chart. It's just it's amazing. 
and then we've got uh, other things going on, like the government shutdown. And uh, we've got two things. You've got a news item that Senator Rick Scott says he thinks we're going to avoid a shutdown. But then we've got another politician from our state, Mr. Gates, from up in the panhandle, who uh, says that he's going to introduce a, a motion to vacate the chair for the speaker every day until McCarthy gets his act together, meaning does everything Matt Gates wants him to do, or until the House votes to throw the Speaker out, and that'll just make things just all nice and entertaining between now and the end of the month, won't it? It will, and it, you know, throwing the Speaker out, I don't know that that's going to accomplish anything. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, this is one of those times where the Democrats might even come to McCarthy's aid because with a bunch of stuff coming up with some you know, drop-dead deadlines like, oh, September 30th and the end of the budget year, they may even vote to keep him in just to keep things rolling at a snail's pace instead of stopping for another 57 ballots to find another speaker. Uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, because that, be, that would definitely shut Congress down if that happened. Uh, yeah, that would be even more catastrophic than the government shutdown at this particular timing. I didn't particularly care when they were... Uh, working to elect McCarthy originally it was kind of entertaining to watch and I really I called it democracy at action but when we're coming up against a government shutdown in a budget time frame this really wouldn't be the time to go into that kind of cartoonish mode and uh, that's the threat because Matt Gates is talking about introducing a uh, motion to vacate every single morning until McCarthy folds and does things his way which would produce a bill that the Senate would basically laugh at and do nothing with and shut the government down anyway right Exactly. I mean, so we got a stressful couple of days here till we you weather through this uh, September 30th and and get on the other side to October. And that's kind of a, that, that's kind of the hope that I've got too. We got a couple of decisions we're making on a couple of service clubs I'm in, and I'm just kind of telling us that we ought to stay in cash until we get past the 30th because it's it's, <laughs> it's not going to be fun for a little while. Other things affecting the market this morning, just on the gossip front, uh, President uh, Biden and former President Trump are both campaigning in the strike states on the UAW strike, which is basically doing very little more than throwing gasoline on the fire of the UAW strike. They're now talking about adding a couple of more plants to the uh, auto workers strike, which is really what we need to get that thing settled up in a hurry, right? Well, yeah, I, I did see, though, that Ford managed to strike a deal with the Canadian um, union to avoid a strike up there. That could be good news, because one settlement tends toward dominoing its way through the other ones, even though we're talking about different currency and different labor agreements. Yeah, at least it uh, it takes some pressure off, you know, because Canada does provide uh, a lot of the Ford stuff, and so that... Uh, but if it comes down, you know, if those plants produce stuff that comes down to our plants and we're on strike, then that uh, that's not as helpful as it should be. Yeah, working supply chain doesn't work if there's nobody to use the supplies, right? <laughs> exactly. It's, it, it's, it's, it's in that gray area right now. And uh, it, it, if it gets settled inside of a couple, three weeks, probably won't have a major effect on the economy. If this thing drags on for a month or more. It's going to end up becoming something that you and I will be watching like a hawk as well. Disney had a bad day yesterday, announced a whole bunch of improvements in their parks, experience, and products, throwing a few billion dollars into that. That, in the same time they're talking about selling off their media properties, didn't set too terribly well with the uh, with the investors, and they sold it down by 3%. So uh, bad timing and good management just didn't mix very well during that stock issue, did it? 
No, it, it didn't. Another number we had come out today was the weekly mortgage demand. And uh, we saw a surprising increase that seemed yeah. to be coming from the refinance market, which is kind of surprising because interest rates are so high right now on the mortgage side. But, you know, I guess there could be folks out there that have just accumulated so much in credit card debt and and that that's finally pressing on them so hard that, you know, paying seven and a half, eight percent is better than paying 30 percent. So um, we're seeing uh, refinance rates jump by like 13 percent last uh, last week in applications. That date was intriguing. Now, that was the next page that I had on my notes. The overall mortgage application number was up 5.4 percent last week. And as you say, it was mostly refis. And my first reaction on that was, okay, fine. If you if you were holding on to a 10% mortgage while mortgage rates went down to 25 to 3%, you really need help. So this has got to be cash-out stuff to be able to pay bills, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking for sure. One more indication that the economy is slowing down the way the Fed wants it to, and that would tend to indicate that maybe with a little luck they'll at least hold steady today, and Paulson will be charitable in his press conference. Not a lot of reports out. We're right at the butt end of earnings season, but General Mills, there's a household name. How'd they do last quarter? They, they did. They, they said the Cheerios and the Yo Play yogurt, uh, they, uh, they helped to produce a 1% uh, increase in their uh, stock price today, for sure. Uh, they beat slightly on, on earnings, and so that's, uh, that has them up uh, almost nine-tenths of a percent this morning. That's good to hear. Yeah. Although, you know, when you mentioned Cheerios, I keep thinking, geez, Louise, I thought that was an antique by now, but yeah, people <laughs> do still eat them. Uh, oh, yeah. Resetting the yeah, got resetting the table yesterday was kind of an off day, not a precipitously bad one. You kind of alluded to it that we've got a little bit of a recovery going this morning, a little latent optimism, I guess. How are we doing 45 minutes early? We've got some green ink this morning, Dave, um, in anywhere from a third to a sixth of a, a tenth of a percent here. So the Dow's up a third, the S&P 500's up a third, the NASDAQ 100's up three tenths. Big winner right now is the Russell 2000 up six tenths of a percent. So mm. good news on that side. Silver's making a, a, a jump up about six tenths of a percent. Uh, still under $24, at $23.59 an ounce. Gold's flat right now, um, and crude oil down by almost 1% right now this morning, $89.62 a barrel, a significant decline from yesterday morning. It certainly is, and it's a trend downward from my delayed quotes, too, so the trend appears to be continuing downward, which is good news. I had it at $90.23 on my delayed quotes. Yeah, hopefully May it keeps going. Yeah, may it continue to drop. Overseas markets, kind of the usual rule of thumb applies. The Asian rim market tends to follow our performance yesterday, and they were almost universally off, not precipitously, but off at the close at 6 a.m. Europe looking at our futures, and they're almost universally up. The Italian markets are up by over a percent and a third. Something big happened in Italy overnight. But all the European markets are generally up this morning halfway through their day. Getting a picture of what to do for retirement is something that passes through everybody's mind. If it hasn't yours, it darn well should. I need an expert to help me get my plan together. Philip, how would I find you? Exactly why we created the Core Retirement Design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your Core Retirement Analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM.
And back here again tomorrow morning, same time on Light FM. And then you're going to kind of solo on me on Friday because I've got a class reunion. Go out and see how many of my high school classmates have gone gray or lost all their hair on Friday. Well, that'll be a good trip. <laughs> yeah, I see their pictures. They look so old, much older than me. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> That's that Grecian <laughs> formula you use. Must be it. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> see you tomorrow morning, All my right. friend. Be well. Thanks. Bye. 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. You can't see. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day. and look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care.